Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back, networkers, to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the reluctant networker, and with me is my co-host, the networking guru, my retired business partner, my mom, Debbie Peters. Hi, mom. Hi, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm yeah. a little tired today. Yeah, I I was um, in Fort Wayne for the weekend, and um, it was a volleyball tournament, so we watched Lauren. Okay. Or, well, Lauren didn't get to play that much. We were a little disappointed, but she has a back injury. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's getting better, but I don't think the coach wanted to play her that much. Um. But we had a wonderful time. Fort Wayne is a wonderful city in case anyone, you know, is looking for a small city to visit that has really done a lot with their downtown. Well, fantastic. Sounds like yeah. a lot of fun. And then I, I, before we we uh, actually started the recording here, you were telling me you you got home from that and then you were like picking corn and tomatoes and apples and making apple crumble and... <laughs> doing laundry and <laughs> can can tomatoes i only can four quarts but i figure it's easier to do four quarts at a time than it is to do That's 80 true. gazillion <laughs> well i i feel for you i was it was a busy day around here too i was making crab apple jelly and uh, getting that uh, first coat of primer on the bathroom upstairs so <laughs> <laughs> definitely keeping for, our, ourselves occupied for those of you who don't know greg how long has this bathroom been out of service Two and a half years. <laughs> and in a in a house with a wife and two t- teenage or almost teenage girls. Yeah, well, to be fair, it was our next door neighbors who said, you should go ahead and redo it yourselves. We'll be here to help you. And then promptly three months after we did demo, <laughs> they left. And we, we suddenly realized we have no clue what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> So everything is taking a lot longer than it probably should. So it's not it's not being finished in 30 minutes like the you do it shows on TV. No, no, for some reason that doesn't seem to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should talk about a little bit about networking. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and this question kind of came up because uh just this past week or just this past week as of this recording, I spoke at the mommy rotary. And you were actually there to to show support, which was very yeah. nice. And I appreciate that. And at the end, I, I uh, saved a little time for questions and, and answers. And uh, one of the uh, participants asked me about uh, what I thought uh, Chat GPT and generative AI were, how they were going to change uh, um, networking. And uh, you know, I, I did the best I could to answer it. I'm no expert when it comes to AI, <laughs> but but you know, we did the did the best I could. But um, it sort of led to the whole idea of uh, the, the there are good and bad uses of technology for the purposes of networking. And can I just interject here? Yes, go right ahead, Mom. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that was you up there and not me because I would have gone what. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for for those who aren't aren't familiar with generative AI, it's uh, the, the sort of the the well known app that uses it right now is Chat GPT. You can search for that online. It's uh, free to use. There they have a free level that you can you can put anything in and it will give you an answer. And it's it's kind of interesting how what you can do with it. 
Um, basically, I had an AI expert describe to me, he says, you know, on your phone, when you're typing in words and it gives you what the what it thinks the next word should be, that's chat GBT just on steroids. That's oh. all it really does is it figures out what the next likely word is and then it generates uh, uh, text from that. So you can ask it to write, uh, in fact, I've done this before, uh, write a review of a particular uh, a book, write a good review, and it will generate a, a review of that book. And it's, it's kind of an interesting use of technology. Um, my concerns with using it for networking is I think there are a lot of people who think it can replace the human connection. And so what they do is they say, you know, write out a, an email to Bob Smith, uh, telling them I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing them. Um, and it will generate that, that email. Great. And then they copy and paste it in. And the problem is it sounds like a robot wrote it. Um, uh, and I think th this underscores pretty much any technology is you can't use technology to replace networking. You can use it as a tool for networking. But if you try and use it to replace that human connection, it, I think you're kind of doomed to failure. Um, so do you think future AI will be able to add personality into it then? I think as time goes on, you'll be able to teach it to write in your style, um, but still it's going to be a long ways off yet before it knows your entire past with another human being. And so yeah. can't really write something that's personal to another person. It's going to be very surface level. It's going to, it's going to feel false because it's not going to include the little things that, you know, like you and I, when we talk, there's some shorthand there. We talk about things that that are, you know, fun for us. You know, we in fact, when we have this this podcast, we don't just talk about networking. We talk about the stuff that's happening in our lives. And I think the the idea of uh, generative AI, at least at this point, is we would lose all of that stuff that's important in our lives and only talk about that one that one thing that's the topic. Um, so how how do you think it can be used? Um, I like to use it. Uh, for what I refer to as the blank page syndrome. So I'm sitting there, I'm going to write a, a letter to someone and I just don't know what I'm going to write. And, you know, I, I, so I might type in real quick, you know, give me a, a couple of, of writing prompts to start out this message about this. And it'll, it'll give me three or four or five writing prompts. Like, Oh, I like that one. I'm going to start with that. And then I'm going to fill it in with what, you know, it's, it's a real email at that point or a real letter. So I think it can be used for those sorts of things. But right now, the technology is just not there to do anything really significantly beyond that. So in other words, it's not real helpful right now. It's not real helpful. Um, like I said, I, I like it. And I, I use it for other things like you know, I'm writing uh, blog posts or, or uh, coming up with podcast ideas. I'll, I'll just say, give me a hundred podcast ideas on the topic of networking. Give me a hundred um, you know, whatever's, uh, and it will just give me this list and I can just go through it and go, Ooh, that's kind of an interesting idea. Let's see whether, what we could do with that. So it's just kind of fun to, you can use it for that sort of thing, but beyond that, I don't think it's as useful. So the next time you ask it, will you say a uh, hundred podcast topics that mom will like? Well, okay. I'll, 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 I'll see what we can do with that. <laughs> no I gotta tell you all when Greg suggested this, I'm like, well, this will be a short podcast and it'll all be you. Well, okay, but but to be fair, generative AI is sort of the bleeding edge of technology right now. 
Um, but there are a lot of technologies and technological tools that we can use that people might misuse to their own detriment. And, and we kind of talked about this before is, for example, email. That is a technology that we can use for networking. But you've seen people use it poorly, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, email and even the written message, the old fashioned, you know, <laughs> snail mail letters. With, with, with pen and paper, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, they can kind of go in the same genre in that they, maybe someone sends me an email um, saying, gee, it was nice to meet you at the chamber last week. Um, would you like to buy my stuff? Is how they end it. <laughs> go, go right into the sales mode then. <laughs> yeah. And I, with a thank you note. And I know that some sales guru, not Debbie Peters, but somebody in the past said, always include two you know, business cards and anything that you send out to people so that they can you keep one for themselves and you know give one away for you. Um, so I've received you know thank you letter thank you notes or letters like that <clears throat> where people are thanking me for meeting them or whatever. And here's my card so you can give it to the person that you know might need my services. So it's it's mixing the message. It has really nothing to do with technology. Well, it's 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 it's. People can use email, and and, and uh, this sort of ties in with a different email technology that I I use it, um, using templates. Um, there are good ways to use those and bad ways to use those. I mean, you know, the example you use is, you know, it was great to meet you at the the uh, chamber lunch. We would love to sit down sometime and talk. I mean, they sent out that same message to everyone, and you know it. In fact, they might have just harvested the list of all the attendees. And just send it out to everyone and just to see what they get back. I I find that a bad use because as soon as I receive a message like that, I think this person isn't personal. They're they're just they're just you know throwing the net out there. It, it, I, I don't want to be a fish. Um, but to use a template in a good way, it's like, yes, had that little block, but then it was great to sit down and actually talk about our dogs, you know, whatever that personal part mm -hmm. is that actually makes it a real connection. Or we didn't get to connect and I, I, you know, I'm looking at the list and I saw your name and your company name and I'm really curious as to what you do. I, excellent. Yeah. That, and that yeah. way you're actually being curious about them as opposed to, hey, here's my card, buy from me. Yeah. Uh, which is only going to scare people off. So, um, so yeah, I think there's a good, good and bad of that is, is uh, to make sure that whatever the connections you're making are, it's a personal connection. Otherwise, it's not a connection at all. Right. And then there's social media. There's Facebook and LinkedIn. And I know you get on on LinkedIn, uh, you get on Facebook primarily. That's your your line. I'm I'm on Snapchat too. I want Oh, you to you're know. on Snapchat. Wow. What are you you're like a teenager then? <laughs> I am. I but I'm only on Snapchat with about seven 19-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Those will be the ones that occasionally visit your house, right? <laughs> try, yeah. Other people try and get me to connect with them or whatever you do with Snapchat, and I ignore them because it's only for the kids. Okay. Well, uh, with respect, though, to say, for example, Facebook, are there are there good behaviors and bad behaviors? Oh. So, yes. Yes. 
What so would you, what would you think of as a bad behavior on, on Facebook? So somehow, I'm not sure exactly how this happened. I got connected to the Perrysburg community page. Okay. Ugh. People are mean to each other. Really? <laughs> why why does why do they do that? I mean, I, someone will ask a question like, does anyone know what's being built at the corner of, you know, Cross and Main? And the next person will say, What's wrong with you? Don't you have anything else in life that that's the only thing you can do? <laughs> so they immediately <laughs> jump on each other and <laughs> Oh, they're awful to each other. However, um so so one being mean to each other would be a bad use of technology. Oh my god, I know who the mean people are and I would never help them in any way shape or form. But there are people that use it that say, "Hey, I uh, my friend who I volunteer at the library with, she works at the same time I do. Her name is Kathy Shranko." And um she uses it all the time and most and not most recently, but a couple times ago she pointed out that she was wanting to put some new windows in her place and was asking for recommendations on window replacement. And uh, that was when I asked you who you got your windows from. Oh, okay. I was wondering about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm still not um, sure who, who we got our windows from. So. <laughs> well, I told her that you said champion. And as far as I knew that you were happy. So they're still in the in the holes in the walls, so that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, and they don't leak and anything. So I think she ended up going with Champion. So hopefully your recommendation <laughs> was good. Um, but she's asked for, oh, I know another thing that she asked for. She got really so fed up with her bank because the bank that she either currently uses or has just fired. I'm not sure what process, you know, what part of the timeline she's in. But um, her bank branch in Perrysburg is no longer staffed. It doesn't have a human. It's really? only, yeah, only machines. And the when she put the thing on the Perrysburg community page asking about, I need to change banks, you know, who do you recommend? Her bank, the machine had been down for three days. Mm. So she couldn't get money. Of course. And there was no human there, so they couldn't do anything. I mean, she could drive to then, you know, the next town over and get money, but, you know, she didn't want to do that. Right, right. Okay, so but so were, you were so able they, to give give advice then. Yeah, and lots of people, I mean, and so probably 25 or 30 people replied to her, and there were just three financial institutions out of, you know, everyone recommending three that were recommended. So she was able to go and interview the three and then make a decision on where she was going to take her banking business. Wow. And that's, oh, and if you think about it, the original bank, they lost out because they don't allow connection, human connection anymore. Oh my gosh. They allowed technology to get in the way. They allowed AI to get in the way. <laughs> Well, and the, uh, one of the other things I, I found out, actually, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was a guy who was an expert in LinkedIn. And he was saying that the way LinkedIn's um, algorithm works, it rewards conversation. Oh. So he says all these people that post things then go away. That's that's not good. They they actually want to see back and forth. And that's what that allowed, that's what causes your posts to increase in value is if 
you post and then go back and you know look for people to respond and then start, you know start up conversations i thought how nice to have a social media uh a service that actually encourages social interaction <laughs> so i've actually been enjoying going on on uh, linkedin quite a bit lately and any of the people i follow if something comes up i'll i'll write a little you know i'll write a, like a two paragraph response to it and then ask a question and then they'll come back. And so we get this, this sort of conversation going, which, you know, conversation builds relationships a lot better than advertising. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. that's, that's my Debbie doesn't do technology input to this podcast. Okay. Well, I appreciate your, your stepping out on a limb here, <laughs> but what we, I mean, we came up with is essentially that whatever technology tools you use should be basically the same results as if you were standing in front of them. You wouldn't do a a blanket AI response if you're facing someone and talking with them. Good point. You you actually want to be real. You want to be a human being. So anything anything any of these tools are fine as long as they're using to support that interaction. I I would totally agree, Greg. But I all right. Know. I wouldn't I, I, know what I, else to say. I know you're going to be diving into ChatGPT as soon as we get off the line here. So I can't wait. Hurry up. <laughs> all right. Well, on that, uh, thank you all for tuning into our program today. If you enjoyed it, please do comment on our Facebook pages. The information's in the episode notes. We'd love to hear about your experiences using technology in your networking. If you'd like to hear more, of course, please do subscribe. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you soon, Mom. All right, we'll see you, Greg. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about having us present at your next event, go to thereluctantnetworker.com.